Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, I am discussing what I have found out about what kind of person I would want to be with if I decided to date. This is made after two months of online dating and two situations. One was not a relationship, one was a relationship, but I don't know if you can really call it that since it was only nine days. I'm like, you know, technicality there, not really sure. So anyway, but what I've discovered about what I would think would be a good attribute to consider if I decided to date. This is a weird one. But the thing that I discovered is I have always thought a couple of things since childhood about if I ended up with someone. I was like, you know what? Number one, they're probably going to be way more emotionally balanced than I am. Meaning that I don't really show my emotions that much. It's not that I am against showing emotions. It's just I'm not very expressive. I mean, if I want to show someone I care... I buy them their favorite cookies or tea or coffee or things like that and let them know that way. Think Jin Wu in To My Star. I mean, that is so me. I sat there and went, I finally see a movie that really kind of shows how I'm like when I like people. And it's, yeah, disconcerting. Yeah, kind of disconcerting. And it's not that I don't show people that I care. Because, I mean, when I live with Bob, it's like every morning I was awake when she left. Because sometimes she left earlier. It was like I'd say, Love you, Bob. Have a good day, etc. And, you know, that's what I did. But most people, it takes a lot for me to tell them I care about them. So anyway, but the thing I've always thought is I would probably end up with someone who was a lot more emotionally expressive than me. For example, when I was a kid, I always liked the show Thumbelina and Beauty and the Beast. Now, I'm definitely showing my age here because those are movies made in the early 1990s. But the reason I liked them was because I loved the character of Giacomo in Thumbelina. The rest of the characters I wasn't really into. And I also loved the character of Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast. Now, not like, oh, romantic love. No, I liked them because they were so expressive. They were so kind of over the top, but in a good way. Now, with Lumiere, yeah, he was a kind of a player, but... Aside from that, I loved how he would do the be our guest, make the beautiful dinner with the candles and everything. And yeah, and I was like, I really like that open hearted, expressive personality. I know that sounds kind of weird, especially for people who meet me in real life because they're like, Anna is not really, I mean, I'm reserved. But I'm like, I really think that would help balance out a relationship because they would need someone who's more reserved to kind of have their back. And I need someone who's more expressive if I'd be in a relationship because that would help me become more expressive, if that makes sense. So I've always thought that would be a good thing. Secondly, I've always thought that I would probably end up with someone who's a little bit younger than me, at least. Now, I'm not trying to be weird here, but the reason being has nothing to do with the age gap except... I spent most of my life around Bob, who was a decade younger than me. And I really never realized how that formulated my way of thinking the way that it did. But I remember once Bob came to me and she said, you know, Gigi, it wouldn't surprise me at all if you marry someone who's more close to my age, 
than someone who's like a decade older. You're like, that's kind of a weird idea, um, Bob. And I'm not planning on marrying anyone. So why are you even bringing this up? And she said, well, because you think more like I do than you think people like your age do. And I was like, hmm. But then I started working in an office with people who were about 10 years younger than me and also with people who are about 10 years older than me and some who were about my age and the thing I found was I truly did have a lot more in common with people who were in their early or mid-20s than I had with people who were my age or who were 10 years older and the reason being is I think I stay curious about things I constantly want to learn about new things I mean if there's something interesting I want to follow it through and see where it leads and the thing I found about people who were my own age is it's like they'd figured out a way that worked and they really didn't want to change it. And I was like, why wouldn't you want to change something if you could and you thought it was better? I mean, I'm always like, you know, stay curious. And the thing I found about people who were younger than me is they did stay curious. They did try new things. They were excited to be there, excited to learn more than people my own age or people a decade older than me. And so that is one reason why I'm going, you know, I can see why maybe marrying someone younger than me at some point, and I'm not sure, you always probably need to date someone first, but I'm just saying that would probably work better than marrying someone my own age or someone like a decade older than me. And no offense to people who marry someone a decade older than you or someone your own age. I'm just saying for me, I think it's because of the way my mind works and it's nothing to do with the age gap except they're more curious about life and about trying new things being curious you know that kind of thing and the other thing i realized is i'm going they've had less experience in dating now again let me explain my 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 ideas here i don't have hardly any experience in dating and dating someone who was like 10 years older than me, who has a lot more experience in dating and who's obviously still single, doesn't mean anything's wrong with that. It simply means they're going to be seeing me through the lens of everyone else they've ever dated. And if I can shave a few years of that lens off, that might be a better fit, if that makes sense. Now, I realize that there are some people who, like me, are in their early 30s who haven't dated very much at all, but that's kind of rare. And I'm like, you know, I never really thought about that until actually I was thinking about it today. I'm going, you know, I'm actually taking my profiles down today because I'm like, I'm really sick of the whole experience I've had so far. But I'm like, as I do that, the thing that I'm learning is I'm like, what have you learned from this experience? I've learned that I don't like being around people who are nervous around me. I've learned that I really do like people who are expressive, but it's kind of a delicate balance there because if someone comes off very expressive to me initially, I'm probably going to shut them down like a, a ton of bricks, as we say where I come from, because I think that they're full of it. But the thing is, as I'm sitting there going, I've learned that there are certain things that I like in individuals. There are certain things that I don't like in individuals. Top one, don't say, can I touch your front? That's like <laughs> number one on the listy. So anyway, but the main thing I realize is as I'm sitting here and I'm going, you know, 
what Bob told me kind of popped into my head again. I'm like, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I have no intention of going out and dating someone 10 years younger than me. That's not my plan at all. I really have no intention of dating anyone. I'm like, you know, after this whole thing, I'm just going to focus on work and my other things and my hobbies and the kids because I was already focusing on those anyway. But adding the dating thing to the mix is way too confusing for me. But the thing that I realized is, you know, dating someone who's younger than you, even though people kind of treat women who date people that are younger than them strangely, Actually, I can think of one of the only, I think there's only about two marriages I've known that worked out well. And actually, the woman was seven years older than her husband. Now, I'm not saying that that's ideal. I'm simply saying for them, it worked out really well. And I think one of the reasons were they were both very curious people. They traveled the world. They were interested in a diverse range of things. Um, when they retired, they actually started a new business because they were bored in their 70s and 80s and took up flying because they wanted to do barrel rolls and they continued to do this into their 90s. So I'm just saying, I think that there is something to it. Now, do a lot of women date someone who's younger for the wrong reasons? Totally. Yes, I think that would be very true. But the thing is, is I don't think age gaps are necessarily good things. I don't think they're bad things. I think they're things to observe. And I think one of the reasons I think this is because I did see a really good relationship where the people were a great deal different in age, and it worked out well. Now, I will say I really haven't seen an age gap relationship between a guy who's a lot older than a woman and the woman that has worked out extremely well. But again, my knowledge there is limited because I really didn't know a lot of people that had a huge age gap that were couples. Most people are like within, I would say, a year to five years of each other that I have known. But the thing that I realized today as I was sitting here kind of laxing out, I also thought about my favorite Asian dramas. And some of them are actually ones about age gaps. And I went, you know, I never really thought about that before too much because I don't mean it weird. I don't think about people's ages. I, I know that's strange. I just don't really think about it because I'm going, you know, my friends, I really don't even know most of their ages. It's like, well, they're in their 30s range or their 40s range or their 50s range. I don't know the exact time and age they are. And I don't really care because it's not something that really... I found concerning. But the one thing I found interesting is I sat here and I went, you know, Anna, you like Kimi Wapeto and you like um, Romance is a Bonus Book and you like, uh, what's the other one? A Story to Read When You First Fall in Love. And then I just found one called Made the December Couple on Vicky Rukatan, which I am reviewing after this episode of the podcast. But the thing that I realized about that was I'm going, in all those stories, the women are like seven years, ten years older than the guy. And actually, let me think here. In um, Romance's bonus book, they are seven years apart. In Kimi Wapeto, they are eight years apart. In um, A Story You Read When You First Fall in Love, they are actually... Mm. 
I'm sorry, math is not my strong suit, especially later in the day. So anyway, I'm trying to think here, peeps. Okay, math. I think they're 13 or 14 years apart in a story you read on for Psalm Love. But anyway, which is actually now on Vicky Rukatan. They're releasing it episodes. If you haven't seen that one, I totally recommend it. Even though it's a little corny, it is a teen drama, but it's totally worth watching. But I realized today, I was like, why do I like those stories? I'm like, oh, and um, uh, those are the ones. So anyway, I was like, I like those stories because it really doesn't have to do about age gap issues at all. And I went, I like those stories because the people think similarly. I also just saw another J-drama called, uh, I think, To My Prince. Anyway, but it's about people who are about 10 years apart. And again, the woman is older. But the thing I realized is I'm going, I never really thought about it. But I think that's why, like, most of my friends are several years younger than me. Or, conversely, several years older than me. But they also are all people who stay very curious about life. And I'm like, I never really thought about it. But I'm like, well, if I did it was one, they would probably be younger than me. And that's really weird for me to think about. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't have someone who's older and curious about life. It just means that's probably going to be a little different. And I'm like, hmm, interesting concept. I'm not sure how I feel about that one. And I'm like, but I don't have to really think about it too much. I can just sit there and observe it and move on for right now. But that's what I'm doing. But anyway... Oh, God. My brain needs more oxygen. Okay, that's what I'm limited on. But that was an interesting concept today. Because I'm like, you know, the other thing about it is I'm like, I really don't want to end up. Like, there were some people who messaged me, like, on Match.com. And I'm like, I don't want to marry someone who's 40 to 45 years old. I'm in my early 30s. I'm like, I don't want to marry someone that's almost a decade older than me. Because they've dated that many more people. They've also, I mean, I don't mean it weird, but how do I say this in a way that doesn't sound strange? I lost most of my bio family by the time I was 30. So I've had a lot of that kind of loss. And it's like, I really don't want to love and care for someone and know that they're probably going to pass away a lot sooner than I would down the road. I mean, I'm not trying to be negative here. And I know most people don't sit there and go when they start a relationship. Oh, this person could die. And I know there are always variables, accidents, you know, things like that. But I'm like, I don't really want to marry someone who is a decade older than me because they're going to probably, if they are a decade older than me, pass quite a bit before me, especially when you consider that most men, when you look at statistics, they tend to die a lot sooner than women. I don't know why. I've always wondered that myself, but statistically speaking, that is true. And I'm like, that is why I've always kind of been of the firm opinion. Like, I really don't want to marry someone a lot older than me. And it's not because I don't get along with people that are older than me. It's just, I don't really want to do that. Because I don't want to lose someone else any sooner than I'd have to, if that makes sense. I'm not saying, again, I'm like, I don't know if I'm even ever going to date. So that's kind of a weird thing. But this has made me sit there and go, 
what do I want in a person? Well, I want someone who's emotionally more expressive if I am with someone. I want someone who would probably be younger than me because they're probably going to look at their life with more curiosity than people my own age. And also, they would not be passing away sooner than me. No, not that I want to pass away before them either. Don't get me wrong. It's not that kind of thing. Hopefully, we don't pass away. We all just raptured. But anyway, also, I'm like, I want someone that understands that I have walls and that those walls are not going to come down until I would be married. And they would need to not just be okay with that, but they would need to be happy about that, if that makes sense. Because I'm like, I really don't want to be with someone who doesn't get where my head is at in that. Because I'm like, for me, I'm not going to do certain things or be certain ways with someone who I have not committed to fully as a person. And for me, that means marriage. Now, that's not mean that I really believe great things in the establishment of marriage. I've seen so many marriages go bad. It's like, no, I don't have great faith in marriage. I wish I did. But I'm like, given the options, yeah, I have more faith in marriage than I do in not marrying because I think it provides a little more security for both parties. Now, it doesn't mean that it always works out. Honestly, it seldom works out. But still, yeah, that's kind of where my head is at on the deal. But it has been an interesting few months. And the one thing that I've realized about the whole thing is, you know, I don't think it's because... A lot of people, I think, when they date, have irrational expectations. It's like they think everything's going to be perfect or everything will work out fine or whatever. And I really don't have any of those expectations. I honestly didn't think I would have anything occur after putting my profiles up on the websites I put up on. Because I'm like, I really delineate quite a bit. But the thing that I came to realize is that people, even if they read your profiles think that they could change your opinion or that because they find you attractive in your appearance that's what they like more than uh, your values and I'm like you know what I really I mean my appearance whether or not it's good bad and different is in my opinion kind of irrelevant what is me is the core of me the center of me and if people aren't going to be really cool with that, then I don't want to be around them, if that makes sense, in that way. And that's what I've come to find out, because it's like, you know, I'm really happy with my life the way it is. I, I sit there every day and go, I really can't believe how good my life is. I mean, seriously, it is an amazing life, especially in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of everything that that brought. I think, you know, life is amazing and I really do believe in many ways it's like I do like the movie or the series romance is a bonus book and one of the reasons I like it is because I think that honestly romance is a bonus book yeah it's nice if you have it but if you don't have it it doesn't mean that it isn't nice I mean do am I am I happy am I fulfilled do I look at life with excitement totally would that 
be any different if I was in a relationship. I'm sure that would be changing. It would morph. But I don't think it would. I mean, you know, I'm like, I think I'm happy the way it is. Now, if it changes, if it morphs at some point, I'd be happy with that too. Also, I've discovered, you know, what I would be thinking about in a person if I was going to be with someone. And it's like, I think that exercise was valuable too because I'm like, well, expressive, calm, appreciates values that I have, and etc. And probably younger because I tend to think more like people that are not in my age group and that's okay. And I'm like, you know, that's all good to know. I think it's more about my own self-awareness having been developed through this experience than anything else. And that's kind of what I wanted to leave on this podcast because I think, you know, if you don't really know who you are, it's really hard to know who you need to be with or what you need to be with other people. And, you know, if you figure that out, you pretty much, you, you got a lot more going than you did. And I think that's, that's kind of a litmus. And that doesn't mean that I am fully self-aware. No, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on feeling out, figuring out that I'm different. I'm not awkward. I just process things different than other people sometimes. And it's like, that is not a negative thing. I think it's, it's just the way you are. And if that's just the way you are, then it's not really either negative or positive. It's just an observation. And that's something I'm working on because I don't mean it where, but I grew up in a house where I was considered awkward. And then I got out of that situation and I realized, well, I'm, you know, high-functioning autistic and I have delayed emotional response because of that whole situation. And I'm partially deaf and that makes it hard for me to understand people when they are on one side of my head and that doesn't make me strange it makes me you know not able to hear well so anyway that is all self-awareness and I think the thing is is to realize that self-awareness and to be not maybe grateful that you're partially deaf or you know but honestly the autism thing I am kind of grateful for because it has helped me to think about things differently than I would have I've been able to process information in much more linear ways than I would have been able to if I hadn't have that. And now, am I significantly autistic? No, I'm not significantly autistic. I simply am slightly autistic, meaning I tend to be circular sometimes in my processes. And I do take a little while to process things, and that's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't really have it any other way. I'm like, I've thought about it. I'm going, if I could remove the autism issue, would I? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't remove the autism. That's one thing that I'm like, I really think it's made me a much better person for who I am as a person than I would have been if I hadn't had the autism. And with that, on and out. Check it at the round table. You do you. Bye.